It's time once again for another episode of Georgia Business Radio. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. And now here's your host, Rich Casanova. All right, it's that time of the... uh Week, the year, the month, whatever your calendar shows for today. No, yeah, today. Right? The day. The day for Georgia Business Radio. We're very excited uh, here in our Buckhead studio uh, for the Pro Business Channel. Uh, Rich Casanova, uh, along with uh, Craig Williams, and uh, our our guest uh, joining us in the studio. Actually, we met at Leadercast, which was a very uh, very cool event. If you haven't heard about it, you can uh, just go to leadercast.com. And uh, we were media partners. Did a pop up studio there. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy. Um, here in the Atlanta market, and they're one of the, the single largest uh, leadership event in the world, 7,000 um, on-site, 125,000 around the world. And um, so the gentleman, Michael Wall, was uh, you were uh, at LeaderCast as a, um, an exhibitor, right? You had, you had set up there. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, uh, so we were out there being able to tell people our story, uh, get a chance to, uh, to really mingle and explain exactly what we do. Yeah, and we did actually a stand-up interview there with you. So this is uh, the sequel. Yeah, and this <laughs> this is going to be a spotlight. I'm actually, telling you, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and that's what you said the day. So I was so um, uh, excited and enthralled by what you're doing, your mission, uh, your sense of humor. I mean, uh, you got the you know everything going on, and your product, and the good work that you're doing. Um, and I said, let's have you in the studio and continue that conversation. So before we jump into uh, Dry Butts, which you're uh, here, that's your company, the foundation, and so forth, a um, little bit of backstory about yourself prior to uh, your, this current venture. Yeah, so um, I actually have been in the ministry for about 21 years. Uh, started as a, uh, as a youth pastor, uh, man, back in the day when I was in college. <laughs> right. um, that, was a, that was a fun thing, a 19-year-old trying to uh, do students, in which I uh, kind of got fired from that job. Uh, and then, <laughs> then kept on going. Uh, went, I was actually in the military. Okay. Uh, thank for, you for uh, your service, yeah. sir. Hey, thank you. I uh, was at um, 82nd Airborne over in, um, uh, in Bragg. Uh, did a tour in Bosnia. Wow! Uh, did about almost a, almost a year, about eleven months. Uh, came back and continued to just you know find uh, my mission. And and honestly, that uh, that tour in Bosnia was a big part of my story. And the reason why is because I believe me personally that God places you in in situations for reasons right. and purposes. And uh, that was my first sight of what poverty looked like. Never seen it before. 
And so when I was there, I specifically was able to see, man, what does extreme poverty look like? And so I was able to do that. I ended up actually um, giving a lot of our MREs and uh, water away out of the back of the vehicles. Oh, wow. I got in trouble a lot for that. (laughs) Really? But, uh, but you know, but the thing is, is we always have a question we have to answer. Yeah. When I have a problem or I see a need, am I willing to do what it takes to take care of it? To step up, yeah. Yep. Uh, native Atlanta or um no I was uh raised in Florida um really? in, a, in a town called Leesburg and um you, are you kidding me no nah, man <laughs> it's the same town I grew up in in Leesburg in Leesburg yeah I usually say near Orlando yeah man, man. I graduated what? from Lees I graduated graduated from Leesburg High School wow uh, back in 94 that's and, that's a trip uh I'm I mean it's such a small town my brother uh, went to high school there I had left uh prior to high school but um, well, because I was kicked out. But no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, we'll have to talk after the show. Yeah, I had man. no idea. Yeah. Um, all right. So now let's kind of fast forward. Um, so you're the uh, founder and lead storyteller of Dry Butts, and we're going to hear obviously a lot, a lot of conversation about that. This is a nonprofit company you created after you invented a diaper for third world countries. This diaper helps uh, stop the spread of disease, save lives around the world. You develop a unique delivery process that connects individuals to the um, to that need through a personalized image. Um, Dry Butts has received many acknowledgments uh, for innovation, as well as the winner of the idea competition at Plywood Presents. Presents. Now, that's not the Plywood diaper. That's a kind of no. a tough diaper, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> plywood would, people, right? With yep. Jeff yep. Schoenberger, yep. my yep. buddy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What, a, what a great guy. And, and really, oh, yeah. they gave me my, uh, my first shot. Um, Outstanding. Uh, I was that's able to surprising. present that at the Plywood Presents. Right. Uh, and it's coming up actually in August. Okay. Um, it's a great uh, conference. And uh, I was there a couple years ago, presented it, and uh, we won the competition. Uh, won $5,000. Wow. And my wife looked at each other and said, hey, let's give it six months. Yeah. yeah. Let's see if it works. And it's been working ever since. It has. So in addition to that, uh, over 21 years of experience in ministry, as you mentioned, in missions, dedicated your life to creating simple solutions to huge problems that uh, plague um, the helpless. I've been married to, as you mentioned, your wife, co-founder Starla, for 19 years, and both have been uh, blessed with three amazing daughters. That's a great uh, story. Thanks. Thanks, man. Well, and, and, and it's amazing to see, you know, where we've come in such a short amount of time. Um, you know, I think everyone sits there at some point and says, "Hey, man, I want to, I want to do something with my life." Right, right? right yeah. And, and I think they, part of the journey is finding out what that is. Yeah. You know that that's part of that journey. And uh, and after twenty one years of ministry, uh, I quit my job. Wow. Um, I, I left it all. Um, I, I I'd got to a point in my career where I was an executive pastor of a large church here in Atlanta, uh-huh. and uh, continued to just kind of say, "I mean, what is what is my calling? Right? What am I supposed to do and accomplish?" And you know, I, I could check the box for you know decent salary. I could check the box for uh, you know a, a great family. Check the box for all these things that you kind of go through for success. And the one thing I couldn't check though was, man, just radical. <laughs> a radical step to say, man, we're going to do something that's going to change this world. And that's one thing I couldn't check. And, uh, and so this kind of, kind of went in my lap. And, uh, and so we began. So uh, it started about a couple years ago All right. where I was in the middle of nowhere in Haiti. And uh, we were trying to solve a problem that I never realized existed. Mm. So what happened is we were going in and, and starting to work on the water situation. Um, I, I'd heard a stat that blew me away that 2.4 billion people live without a toilet. Wow. So 2.4 billion people in this world, that is almost one-third of our world population, live without proper sanitation. 
Well, water's a big part of that because if you know the sanitation goes into the water, that's the problem. Yeah, uh, it keeps contaminating contaminating the water. So, we were going in digging wells. Well, then you also have to build toilets because no one has a toilet. And you know, in my, I'm I'm a realist, so I'm thinking, <laughs> going, I wake up in the morning and I don't have a crapper. Yeah. I'm not going to be very happy. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm sitting there going, you know, with myself, could I imagine living without a toilet? And I wasn't okay with that. So we began to, to actually build toilets. So, you know, a well, a couple thousand dollars, some toilets, uh, a three-room um, toilet. It wouldn't be three toilets in a row, but you oh, fill yeah. these little rooms. <laughs> uh, that would be awkward, three people sitting by each other. <laughs> uh, but you build these three rooms, and it costs around three to $4,000. And that would, uh, about 150 people would use these. And wow. you put them out in an area that has no running water, no electricity, and you just really care about the people. Well, while I was doing this, I started looking around and noticing that how many moms were taking their babies in the home with nothing on. Zero. Yeah. And so, look, I'm not the smartest bear in the woods, (laughs) but I'm sitting there going, if they don't have nothing covering their butt, whatever whatever comes in must come out at some point. And uh, they weren't realizing that I could clean all the water outside. I I could build all the toilets. But if we don't control the fecal matter inside the home, we're actually not accomplishing anything. Yeah. And so that's when I went home with my wife and began to talk to her about how we could go and bring some diapers to cover butts. And um, we knew that, first of all, that a disposable diaper wouldn't work. And the reason why disposable diapers wouldn't work is because who's going to keep uh, paying for them? Right. Yeah. And the landfill issues. Yeah. and Yeah, man. Big, big time. Right. That's, that's a huge issue in developing countries. Trash right. is everywhere. Oh, yeah. So now we have trash full of crap. That's right. awesome, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that would never be the answer. Well, the second thing was we were thinking, all right, back in the 50s, they used to stick yeah. cloth on cloth. butts, right? right, right yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, as I began to start looking at that issue, uh, they were using the wrong fabrics. So what they were doing, they were using fabrics, cotton, hemp, fleece, flannel. Right. That would never work in a developing country. It's too hot. It harbors bacteria, mm. and it takes forever to wash. Like, right. you have to soak them in hot water. So in, in a developing country, that means you have to boil it. Right, right. Then you'd have to dry it, and it'd take over a day to dry. So my wife and I set out on a, on a journey to say, all right, we're going to create something that's going to work in this little village. Right. So as we started researching things, um, I was under this, this – I was getting really frustrated because I couldn't come up with an answer. And I'm eating lunch with a buddy of mine who was wearing a uh, a dry fit Nike T-shirt. Mm. And I looked over at him and I'm like, "Man, I wonder if I can make a <laughs> wonder if I can make a diaper out, out of, of that. your out of your shirt." Yeah. And that was a real awkward conversation. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even over a beer, that would be awkward. Yeah. I know. He was like, "I kind of want my shirt right now." <laughs> yeah. But so I began I began that journey. So I went to uh, uh, the Joanne Fabrics or Fabric Store, I forget which yeah. one it was, and I went in and I bought a whole bunch of uh, fabrics together. I ordered in some specific stuff uh, online, and I went to a friend of mine who sews, and I asked her if she could make uh, make the diaper out of this. Her name is Jill Oxford, and uh-huh. what an amazing person she is. And so she actually um, went in and made a specific uh, design for us. Mm-hmm. Grabbed my fabric. She looked at me like I was smoking something, and she made it. And she's like, "Are you sure you want to do this?" Right, I'm like, yeah. "Yeah, let's let's make this work." Right. So uh, my first diaper failed miserably. Uh, it didn't work very well, and uh, so we began to just start working on it. And we designed a diaper that would actually work in a developing country. Um, we used some very unique uh, fabrics that are uh, specific to dry butts. 
Uh, so we use a 92, 8, 92% polyester, 8% uh, athletic blend mm-hmm. that uh, that actually um, dries fast and it doesn't harbor bacteria. Gotcha. And that's part of the journey is because uh, it has to be breathable. And here's the reason why. Because I don't want to stick something on a child's honey and then all of a sudden create diaper rash. Right. That's not what we want. So it has to be breathable. And um, it looks like you have a sample right here. Uh, I do. In the studio as well. So this is a prototype, or is this the actual? Talk to us about the uh, features here. Uh, demonstrate that here. Yeah, first, yeah. So this is uh, this is the actual diaper. No, okay. we we've actually already have over five thousand of these on the ground. Wow. Um, so what I did was so this is a working uh, model. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's this in is, use. This will. Uh, this has not been used. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> However, this will be used right, at yeah, one point. Yeah. This will be on a child's butt in the okay. next probably month. All right. Uh, so what we did is this: is we uh, used uh, two parts, two components. Yeah, this, two yeah. components of this diaper. First is the outer shell, and the outer shell is made out of ninety-two percent uh, polyester, eight percent spandex. And the reason why we did that is so it doesn't rip easy. Yeah. Right, it, right. it actually has a lot of a lot of give to it, uh-huh. and it's very breathable. Then you don't have as many sizes to uh, accommodate uh, as well. Yeah. You can adjust it. Now, yeah. you can tell there is a lot of snaps on this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, and the yeah. reason why there's so many snaps <laughs> is because it actually will fit a child from zero all the way to about three years of age. Wow. wow. So wow. it will adjust all the way down to a small little baby. Right. Oh, it's called man. a riser snap. And then it has a main snap that it goes through, and you just will connect it all together. That's brilliant. So that's uh, that's the big part of the design. Because I wish I'd had those for my daughters. Serious. <laughs> we did the cloth diaper. Yeah, you thing. have four daughters. Yeah, I mean, we did yeah. the cloth diaper thing with the you know, yeah. hands and all that, and washed them. And yep. we, I mean, of course, we weren't in a third world country. Like he was saying, was, you guys geez. had washers and dryers. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. In, that's great, man. And and, and 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 actually, in just a minute, I'll talk about a a, a journey that some people can go on with us with that. Yeah. Uh, there's some things that we're going to be doing. But now talk to me about the second component. Yeah. we have this on video here so people can kind of... Yeah, so this is real unique. Um, th- what we're using here is bamboo. So this is Really? Yeah, so this is bamboo me, fabric. It's, uh, um, and the reason why we decided bamboo fabric is because it's highly absorbent and it's actually antimicrobial. And so it fights, uh, literally will fight bacteria. And, um, and it still dries fast and it also has a high pressure point. So basically what that means is, is that when a child goes back and sits back down on it, it's not going to go back up. And so, but then all they have to do is twist it and begin to get it out. And so uh, a mom basically would take this into a bucket of soap and water. Right. She'll wash it in an ideal world. She'd have hot water. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's be real. <laughs> right, yeah. uh, they may have hot water because it's 120 degree weather. Yeah. <laughs> so it may <laughs> so, get yeah, hot pretty right, quickly. Yeah. Uh, but you wash it with soap and water. They uh, wring it out, stick it up on a clothesline. Uh, this dries in 25 minutes. The outer shell dries sure, in 25 yeah. minutes. The inside shell dries in about 45. Right. Uh, so we try to give three inserts when we can. And then all they do is just rotate Swap it. them out, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the, main, the main reason why this is such a big deal for us is because 2,195 children, according to the CDC here in Atlanta, uh, will die daily from fecal and diarrhea. Mm. Daily. 2,195. And that number I'm not okay with. Right, yeah. And so our journey is to, uh, to partner with as many water filter companies so we can get filtered water. But more importantly, our overall goal is to help and educate moms of how to use a diaper that can literally save their children's lives. And so with these diapers, we're about three things. We're about education, leadership, and product. So we know that product is not the end all. You can throw a product at a problem, and they're going to wear it on their heads and run around. (laughs) Right, yeah. That ain't going to solve everything. Yeah. 
So what we do is this, is we provide product, but more importantly, we provide leadership in every community that we're in. Leadership is critical to what we do. And then, we, and then of course, we, uh, we provide education, and we teach it. Every child that gets diapers also gets a coloring book that's made oh, in, wow. in Creole or Spanish or whatever it is, and it teaches them hygiene. Wow. Mm. It teaches them why we need diapers, why they need to make sure that they clean. Because if you can change... If you can change your habits, you can change your generation. Sure. Most definitely. Walk us through um, kind of uh, when you come into a, a new area, what's kind of the process from uh, as short as possible, kind of beginning to end? You know, how many folks on the ground? Um, how many diapers can you provide that for that community? What are the costs? Where, does, where do those monies come from? Yeah. Give us or tell us a story of a, uh, a locale you went into in terms of distribution and so forth. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So, we, well, we just went into an area called Laogam, Haiti. And in Laogam, uh, we we basically set it up where I have three leaders on the ground, uh, one main leader, um, and we go in and we begin the conversation months before we go in. Okay. And we basically say, hey, we have this many donors and we need to put this many diapers out. From that point, what they will do is they'll go out and they'll find leaders in the community right. where we will partner with. We actually uh, will pay them. We, uh, we, we believe in trying to, p- trying to uh, help employ people while we're doing this, right. too. And so everyone that works for us does, does get something. Sometimes it's rice and beans. Sometimes it's uh, diapers. Sometimes it's money. So we'll, we'll always adjust that according to what we feel like is appropriate. Mm. Then as we go in, uh, we will tell them, hey, we need this. And by the time we show up, we need a list of everyone. Right. We need to know where, where, what area they're from, and we need to be able to locate them again. And then uh, uh, once that process is going, we show up on the ground with usually about 1,000 diapers. Okay. Once we show up with, a, with that many diapers, we'll then begin the process of setting up uh, the distribution. And when we show up, the moms are all there with their babies. And that's, that's real critical, if I can just mention that real fast. Uh, we actually ask moms to bring their children. And here's the reason why. It's because in a third world country, it'd be really easy to fake that. <laughs> it'd be oh, yeah. really easy to say, <laughs> right, yeah. hey, I got five kids. I need right, yeah. you know, that type of stuff. And so okay. uh, we actually want to see the babies. Sure. We want to be able to hug. We want to be able to love on. We want right. to be able to put the diapers on the child right. to show them how to do it correctly. Mm-hmm. Sure. And we also are, um, every diaper that we put out right now are all donated. So we are responsible to our donors. Right, exactly. So I want to make sure that when we give diapers, that we're actually giving them to people that are going to use them. Um, and, and so age groups, infant to three-year? Yeah, infant to three-year-old uh, is basically what we do. And, uh, and then uh, we take a picture of every mom and baby, uh, and then we send it back to the donors. That, uh, that, and we call them Drybutt's family. So everybody who's yeah. a part of our Drybutt's family will get a picture back of the child and mom that they helped. Um, in regards to that, and us being on the Pro Business Channel, um, are these individuals, are these corporations or companies that you partner with that's part of the family, or is that something that uh, you're looking to do? Yeah, it's, uh, it's majority it's going to be individuals uh, right now. Uh, we are trying to partner with more businesses, and there's a lot of churches that are, that are involved in this uh, that use it as their mission project, yeah. uh, like either with their VBS or they'll, take, uh, they'll do a campaign for us, uh, like a diaper day or stuff, stuff like that. Uh, but we really do uh, want to partner with businesses. And uh, from everything to we can take your group on the ground to you can stuff diapers for us. Yeah, the leadership <laughs> piece. And as far as the experience, the team building, um, I've had been a part of companies, had companies that would go and we would share in an op- opportunity like Project Open Hands yep. or whatnot. And that's always that 
brings great uh, camaraderie, but it also brings that give back. And yep. I, I think uh, MPOs, I mean, when you, you say churches, they're a nonprofit as well. Sometimes, you know, yeah. trying to support each other can be difficult, but the businesses, they're looking for uh, causes like this and, yeah. uh, to support. Well, we would love to be um, the social responsibility campaign for many businesses. Sounds like a show. We would, uh, we would I'm, I'm on board, yeah. Immediately following this show, yeah. And, and, and here's something real important, because we talked about me being a part of church and that we involved with church, but here's something uh, that's important, that we're actually a, uh, we're actually a public nonprofit. Uh, we're not a religious organization. Not denominational. Not denom- yeah. Nothing like that. Yeah. We're, now, we're ran by Christians, and, yeah. and I am a Christian, and I'm a believer, uh, but we don't push my faith on anybody. Yeah. We don't push my faith on anybody that goes on our trips with us. Uh, what we try to do is we try to focus on the goal. Yeah. And the goal is is to save some babies' lives yeah. by simply using a product with leadership and with education. And if we could do that together, we believe we can change a lot That's of foundational and yep. sustainable. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> speaking of the foundation of this, obviously, is the finance piece. So yep. without the funds, yep. um, none of this can virtually happen. So is this, do you, have you experimented with uh, crowdfunding or corporate sponsorship? You mentioned individuals. So uh, how are you finding them how are they finding you and what's the business model from that perspective uh we have a little bit uh we've we've uh have went through indiegogo and okay. we raised around twenty five thousand dollars right and it worked well uh that was great to get us started sure uh but there's you know as you know with a company you need a lot more than that oh, yeah. and continue pushing through uh the cost of the diapers and we didn't mention that yet yeah let's get into that are fifteen dollars a diaper we okay. give them out in twos which is thirty dollars right. and that will last a family for over two years wow so mm. one donation lasts for over two years uh, also, we feed every child. Uh, we, we, we uh, of course, because of our faith, we pray with the families. Right. And then also, uh, we connect with other organizations, like um, there's a company called Vitamin Angel, The Shoe That Grows, other things like that that will actually uh, have an added value onto your donation because you open the door for that family to mm-hmm. get a diaper. Now more things are going in to change their lives. So our long-term goal is this, is to get 10,000 diapers this year. Okay. Um, sent out to change 5,000 families' lives is our wow, goal. Right. We're about halfway there. We're at around 5,000 diapers this year. And uh, and our goal is to get more corporate sponsorship, to get uh, more churches involved, more people to be involved in it. Who would be on your short list um, in that wheelhouse of uh, what's a good, you feel is a good uh, alignment for a, comp- uh, a company? Man, I think anybody who well, deals anybody, with... Sure, that well, yeah, anybody check, who deals <laughs> with sanitation. Okay. Uh, man, plumbers to uh, to uh, toilet companies to yeah. anybody who that deals with sense, daycares. Yeah. Or the uh, eco-friendly companies. Yep. And, right. uh, green companies, right, yeah. uh, power companies. Any, I mean, honestly, any company, but but specifically in that area because we are a green company. Right. Uh, we're green in the sense of that we're providing a reusable diaper. Right. Recyclable. You don't yep. have to use it much. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and especially, I think it's a no brainer for anybody that deals with fixtures, with toilets, with anything like that. Right. It's a no brainer because we work specifically in your area. Hmm. Uh, well, what comes to mind is we all know the success of the Tom's uh, shoe uh, story, yeah. right? So I'm thinking, and maybe a think tank here amongst the interns and the folks here in the studio of um, uh, a company that comes to mind uh, that would, like you said, this the uh, the toilet manufacturing companies, Delta or the faucet or the people in that business, um, in essence, for each widget they buy, I mean, for 30 bucks, there's got to be some wiggle room in the profit to say, for each of these you buy, we're going to supply dry butts 
to a family. And when you and especially when you emphasize that last them for what period of time? Uh, over two years. Over two years. And the only reason why we say that... a lot of that, times it's food, it's a one-off, and it has to be yeah. completely... Or water yeah. it has to be completely refin- you know, yeah. refurbished or... Uh, uh, a toilet company would be great because every yeah. time you sit down, <laughs> every time you flush, it. whatever, yeah, yeah you've helped the family, and you'll you'll you won't take it for granted as much that you have access to something that a lot of people don't. So, right, yeah. yeah. Well, it, and to me, it's just a no brainer in the sense of um, of we're trying to help people have a better life, yeah. and anybody can put themselves in that shoe to say, hey, for one day, grab your baby, right. a friend's baby, a nephew, niece, whatever it is. And let them go for one hour without a diaper in your house. <laughs> right. Yeah. See how safe you feel <laughs> right, yeah. from bacteria. See right, how yeah. see how mad you get because they climb up on the table and poop everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know anybody can put ourselves in that in that place because it's just not right. And just because somebody has a different zip code doesn't mean they should have a different quality of life. Right. To me, there should be none, and that's why I'm so passionate about this. So you mentioned Haiti. Is this a country uh, that you're focusing on the region? Um, to well, get to 10,000, or wh- what's the geography? Uh, well, that's where we started in Haiti. Okay. Uh, that's where I was, and this is where the, the need came uh, arose. However, this year, no, it's going to be between um, uh, Haiti and, and Honduras. Honduras, okay. uh, We're going into Honduras this year. And then next year, we're, our goal will be um, hopefully around 30,000 diapers, and we're trying to go into uh, um, six different countries. Wow. Uh, Haiti, Dominican Republic, um, Mexico. Uh, Honduras, Nicaragua, and um, Romania. Wow, pretty aggressive. Hey, I, I so would say, way right? to be, man. There's lives, you know, <laughs> at stake sick. here. Um, so <clears throat> we got a couple more minutes to wrap up here, but I'm thinking. Um, I, last time I remember when I interviewed you, you're pretty creative with your one-liners, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you've you've heard them all. And if you got yeah. some new ones here to share with us, what typically comes up in a conversation when people ask you what's you know dry butts? Yeah, because uh, you got your T-shirt on yeah. and, uh, at the website. Um, so, uh, w- what are some typical conversations look like for you when people go? Um, <laughs> Uh, well, why in the Michael, world? What are you butts? doing? Yeah, why why dry butts? <laughs> right, you know? yeah. And, and uh, the reason why I call it dry butts is because uh, it's simple dry fit material, and we want to cover butts. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we do. We just did a tour called hashtag Stop the Crap. <laughs> See, and that's what I'm saying. It was <laughs> it was a thing for us to be able to push forward for people to understand that 2,195. Stop the crack. Uh, stop, stop the, not the crack. crack. Yeah. <laughs> it would be crap. But there's crap. a crack involved there too. There is. Yeah, that's another. Yeah, <laughs> but stop the crap. Um, and that's uh, not a political uh, slogan or anything. Yeah, <laughs> no, not at all. And, and, and I'm okay for it to make people feel uncomfortable yeah. because uh, the the problem is 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 uh, crap is killing people, and yeah. so I'm okay with with being a little bit un, uh, unpolitical at that point. Yeah, right, or yeah. Not not. Uh, um, in a point where I, where I make people uncomfortable because in a sense, I want to make people uncomfortable. I want them to understand that there's something as simple as a stupid diaper right. that can change people. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know this, you know, I didn't know, it, you know, years ago, yeah, that, yeah. that at all. So, um, but just real quick, we are starting a, a, a for-profit line. Okay. Uh, that would be kind of like the Tom's model. All right. Uh, we're going to call it, you're going to like this. All right. Here uh, we go. Little dry, <laughs> little dry butts. <laughs> so uh, little dry butts will be an opportunity for moms here to be able to buy a, uh, a dry butts diaper that will be a little bit more waterproof. Okay. Because uh, it doesn't have to be as breathable here in right. controlled environments. Uh, that They buy one and give one. So okay, as soon nice. as they buy one, we will send one to a developing wow. country. Um, we, we're, we're real excited about this because... Um, Here's a couple stats that are kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, just replacing one dry butt diaper in your regiment of diapers right. will save you almost uh, $300 a year 
it will reduce your footprint by almost 500 diapers. And for $45, what we're going to sell them for, you will save a life and, and, and help uh, uh, change a family over in a developing country. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and if you put aside that 300, you're helping ten, 10 families. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and that, that's what's important is what we're doing. And so, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, to me, it just makes sense. And, uh, and, and our goal is to stop the crap. I mean, that's, that is our goal. <laughs> our goal is to, to make a, a huge difference in this world. And, uh, and so, um, I was going to go with another campaign. All right. Here's another one. Yes. Yeah, it was going to be called, uh, it was going to be called Go Commando. But, so, <laughs> <laughs> but somehow that one got uh, stuck. And then next I, to whatever, yeah. Yeah, it could, it could work. Ne- yeah, next year yeah, it yeah. could be a, a big campaign. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, Michael, it was great uh, having a more in-depth conversation with you. And uh, after following up with uh, meeting you at LeaderCast, um, tell folks uh, how do they help and where's where's the point of contact and social media, website, all that good stuff. The best uh, the best way you can help is to go to our website at drybutts.com. It's uh, D-R-I-B-U-T-T-S. Dot com and uh, you can push the donate button and you can donate uh, a couple of diapers man just change your lives we'd love to let us right. and let me even say this L- let us prove it to you right why don't you donate some diapers and just see if we're real we'll send you pictures of your family we'll show you exactly what's going on and check us out on social media and just and just watch what we do because right. uh, we are the real deal we, 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 we do it we bring trips honestly if there was a company out there that said hey we want to donate, let's just say, 1,000 diapers. Yeah, exactly. We will, we will actually take you on the trip and wow. let you put your diapers out. Wow. That's how, that's how straightforward we are. Yeah. We, don't, we don't play around. Right. We believe we want to change lives together. And so if you just go to drybutts.com, uh, you can look at all the ways you can get involved. Uh, you can donate. And then if you're a person of faith, man, we'd love for you to pray for us. Oh, well said. And you have your social media on your site there as well. So. Yep. All right. Well, um, we have come to the close of another episode for the Georgia Business Radio. On behalf of uh, Craig Williams, Rich Casanova here. We'll see you next time. Stay tuned. Thank you again for joining Rich Casanova and our guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of Georgia Business Radio. Thank you all. Yeah, that was awesome. I appreciate it.